Good morning, church family. Who turned me down? Oh, I've never been told I'm soft-spoken. <laughs> um, first of all, welcome. Hope everybody's got power or it'll be back on soon. Um, and a big welcome to Kelly and Carl. We're happy to have you both back with us this morning. You have been missed. You weren't? Oh. All right. Leslie's got some announcements to review. First of all, does anyone here not have power still? Is there any way that people that do have power can help you? Are you do you guys have generators? You're fine. You're fine. I know you're fine. Anybody else? Okay, just want to make sure that everyone isn't freezing at home. All right, well, good morning. I do have a couple of announcements that I want to go over that are in your bulletin, but they're important, so I want to point them out really fast. First of all, the men's breakfast is March 11th, which is usually a Saturday, I believe. Saturday, March 11th at 9 a.m. Do you need anything for that breakfast coming up? Or? If anybody wants to bring anything, just let Todd know. The casual dinner is coming up on Saturday, March 4th. We are still looking for some volunteers who want to serve. Or so, help with dishes and clean up afterwards. Mm -hmm. Any sort of help would be greatly appreciated. Just let Sheila know if you are interested. Easter candy. We have our famous Easter egg hunt that's going to be taking place for on Palm Sunday. So Linda is asking for individually wrapped smaller pieces of candy. Um, if you would like to donate them, that would be awesome. Zumba. Zumba class, unfortunately, because of the power outage, the first class did get canceled, but it's still a go, so that's going to be on Thursday nights at 6.30. The price of this is phenomenal. Um, it's $5 per class, but if you want to do all six weeks, I know she's only charging $25, and so for an exercise class, that's... A you can't go wrong. It's also really fun, so if you like to dance and not really feel like you're working out. There good, will be no choice. Zumba this Thursday. Not this Thursday. Because of the though. dinner, but the following Thursday, Zumba will be back. Correct. Also, another good workout that doesn't really feel like working out is cardio drumming. So if you haven't seen that, you have a big bucket with a massive ball on top. You bring some drumsticks, they play music, and again, it's just... Another way of working out that doesn't feel like working out. Also, March 5th, Mike is going to be back. So him and his wife will be back from California. So we're excited to see them and hear about all of their adventures. All right, are there any other announcements that anybody has that did not make it to the bulletin? It is in the bulletin, but um, after worship, We'll go to coffee hour, get your goodies, and then the children's committee is going to meet in the finance room. So if you are on that committee or you would like to be, help us make some decisions for our children going forward, please join us. All right. And actually, I have... Oh, hang on. We have one more. Yes. Good morning. I'd like to thank all of you for your prayers oh, and your kindness. Uh, you don't realize how much it means to know that someone cares for the wonderful prayer quilt. It was just beautiful. 
Also, Mike likes us to share joys in the midst of all this. My husband and I celebrated our 40th anniversary. Woohoo! Happy anniversary. On March 11th, it will be my birthday. And like, I don't know what will be on March 11th except for my birthday. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Hey, happy early birthday. The most important thing on March 11th. Oh, it's your golden birthday, turning 11 on the 11th. Awesome. Uh, I guess one last quick reminder um, that I came up with. So. I've been coming here since two weeks before COVID started and we had to do our outdoor services. And I feel horrible to say that even though I've been coming here for three years, I still don't know everybody's name. And that's because the prime time to really get to know somebody's name is, well, when you first start coming here. So as a reminder, we do have name tags outside in the lobby. So if you can wear your name tag every week, it would be greatly appreciated, not only for myself, but also other individuals that are stopping by to visit us as well. And I'm like the horrible example today because I don't even have mine on, but. <laughs> hey, hey, you know, Leslie, being an usher, you really get to know everybody. You do, but I'm the liturgist, so. <laughs> well, today, but you could, you could be an usher in between. Okay, I'll, I'll be an usher, I'll play the piano, I'll talk, I'll, all right, gotcha. sounds good. <laughs> I'm looking still for five good woman or good men to be disciples for the live Monday, Thursday, Lord's Supper. So I need five more people to volunteer. Doesn't, you don't have to be a man, be a woman. We'll dress you. <laughs> if there is not a name tag out there for you, please let one of the office staff know and we'll make one for next week. We'll talk to our photographer and see if we can't get something going. Oh, good. Now they're adding more work onto Luann's plate and getting it off of me. All right. Hey, that sounds good. <laughs> All right. Well, at this time, let us begin our worship. So if you could please stand and join me in the call to worship. Oh, I'm so sorry. We do have three choir members here. I think they are going to be singing us a song. Go ahead. I'm just kidding. You can sit down.
All right, now we can stand. See, I'm just getting you guys a little bit of your exercise in for the morning. But you are not like that, for you are a chosen people. You are are royal royal priests, priests, a a holy holy nation, nation, God's very own possession. As a result, you show others the goodness of God. For he he called called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. And please remain standing for our first hymn, Here I Am, Lord, found on page 593.
And at this time, before you sit down, if you could turn to one another and greet each other. Good morning, Leslie. He's got to know when to turn me off. Good morning, Martha. As we go to our prayer time, prayers for the people, are there any other joys we'd like to lift up this morning? Luann. We have one coming. I'd just like to say that um, Ken's coming along good. He's been home a week, and no, he hasn't. His surgery was a week ago Thursday. He came home Wednesday. Just in time for the power to go off. No power. <laughs> and he started um, physical therapy, came in on Saturday morning. Um, so it, it, he's had a tough week with the loss of his grandfather and everything, but he seems to be doing well and um, managing his pain really well. And him and I are both have a long road ahead of us. Thanks. My sister, Michelle Harris, has been on the prayer list. She had numbness to her face. She is having brain surgery Wednesday. So if you can pray for her, um, I'll be with her by her side, and hopefully everything goes okay. Wednesday. Michelle, thank you. That's your sister, Julie? After spending almost a week in Toledo Hospital with my husband, it's a nice place to be if you got to be in a hospital. Um, I would like to add Mike Smith, my neighbor and longtime friend, back on our prayer list. Um, I talked to his wife yesterday, and um, I could tell she was upset. Their priest had been with them, and Mike told her, I'm ready to go see our father. 
So it's a matter of time, but who knows when that time will be. God will call him home when it's the right time. So I just pray for a smooth transition. He's, he's surrounded by family. I think they had five cars there this morning when I got ready to leave. So can't have it any better, I guess. Um, if any other prayers that you'd like to add, we have two. One up front, Phyllis. Oh, we only have one mic. Oh, your dad. My nana um, is going to have some heart surgery this week. Heart surgery, Caitlin? Yep. What's your name, honey? Caitlin. No, her name. Her name is Pat. Oh. My dad's having soldier surgery um, on Friday. He He's, will have it this coming. He will have it on Friday, yes. Dwayne? Just yeah. a reminder, if you fill out these cards, then we're guaranteed to get it right in the bulletin for next week. Yeah, my grandson, Anthony King, you guys have seen him here a couple times. Uh, he was diagnosed with uh, neurofibromatosis type 2. And he's had it for years, but uh, it's uh, starting to grow in his abdomen, and, and he's got two nodules on his lungs. And so he's been going to U of M and going through MRIs and all that fun stuff. And he, uh, uh, right now, they are really modifying his diet. And so we're trying to get him to stick to that. And so we need prayer for that and uh, for, for, uh, to help shrink those, those problems. So, and we're gonna fill out a prayer request, but I thought I'd say something, so. Thank you. Because I'm not gonna try to spell that neuroblast or whatever it was. <laughs> I would like prayers. I'd like my mother-in-law to be put on the prayer list, Bonnie Owens. She, we just found out she has cancer for the fourth time in six years. Um, and she's already been on the pills, the chemo pills, um, consistently nonstop, and yet it still came back. Got it. Thank you. thankful prayer this morning um, the care home where Sarah stays on Russell Road last night they had a natural gas leak and um, everybody is okay um, I can't say enough about the first responders they came from Tecumseh Raisin Township Clinton they had to have five ambulances and everyone went to a hospital except Sarah she was fine they checked her out um, but what a scary thing. Uh, they've been on a generator for days and hooked up to natural gas and somehow there was a leak, but um, God was watching over all of them. All nine people got out safely, so. That is good news. If you would join me in prayer this morning. Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning with thankful hearts. Thankful that our power was restored and we could have our worship service this morning. We, are th we thank you for all the men and women who were away from their families 
working to restore the power so we could resume our normal activities. Lord, we thank you for all the blessings that we've heard this morning, the joys, the celebrations. We come to you and ask you, Lord, to be with all the victims affected by the earthquakes in Turkey and Syria, and also with the victims and the rescue workers. Be with the victims in the MSU shooting. We pray for continued healing and comfort for those families that are grieving. Lord, we also have families here in our church family who are grieving. Please be with them. Offer your comfort and healing, Lord, to all those recovering from surgery or illness. We also ask for traveling mercies for Mike and Susie as they head home this week and for all those other folks who are traveling. Lord, please be with us as we go through our week. Keep us safe and healthy so we can share your love wherever we go until we come back together again next Sunday. And if you would, please join me in the prayer that our Father taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. I knew I'd mess it up, sorry. Something about being up here, I just can't get it right. And if you would, let's take a moment of silent prayer. Thank you. At this time, if you would please join me in our affirmation. God's creation is a big investment in each of us. God has called everything and everyone that he created good. God tells us that we can celebrate life because we know that God has put a spark of the divine in each of us. Life takes on new meaning. We can become more alive. We can live life abundantly. Aware of all God gives us, we can dedicate ourselves to growth and renewal. We are always capable of being more than we have been. Jesus Christ gives us the urge to grow. The church is to be about loving and learning. Here we are to make room for each of us to stretch to be more of what we can be in Christ. This we believe and try to live. Amen. And please stand and join us for the Gloria.
If you'd like to join the choir, they're going to be singing page 354. I don't think you mind, do you? Oh, no. <laughs> you know this one. Oh, yes, verses 1, 3, and 5. Now, if the children would like to join me up front. good? Oh, I'm so sorry. I'll talk to Grandma later. How many of you ladies went to the father-daughter dance last night? 
Did you have to? We did it. I didn't. I didn't think so. You're not a daughter, are you? No. Oh. No? Okay. Have fun? Did you have fun? Yeah. Good. You got a heart? You didn't, you didn't have a heart before that? Ah, a heart and a teddy bear. Aren't you special? You didn't get one? Guess what? I didn't get one either. No, me neither. Who has a stuffed animal? Who has a stuffed animal at home? You don't have any stuffed animals at home? Who has stuffed animals still at home? Yay, look at all of us big kids. Yes, good deal. Two teddy bears? All right, I got a quiz for you. Who thinks they're smart? Ooh. Wally, you can raise your hand too. I'm sure you're smart. I'm going to try to trick you though. I'm going to show you some pictures from probably, well, I know they were from before you were born. And I want you to raise your hand if you think you know what it is, okay? Oh, it's not a microphone. Thimble. And what do we use thimbles for, Olivia? So you don't poke your, the needle in your finger. Very good. Yeah. Some people like them. They don't stick on my finger, so I don't use them. But how about this? Zach? What? It is a box, but it's a special box. No, no. Wrong answers. It's a box for polishing shoes. Long time ago, people, usually the men, I'm losing myself here, the men would come sit in a chair and they'd put their foot up on that box and then somebody else would polish their shoes while they sat there and you paid them to polish your shoes. So that's what that is. Well, you're batting 50% here. Let's see how you do here. What is this? Shoehorn. And what do we use a shoehorn for? Right. And and are they usually that long? Sometimes they're, they're only about this big, right? Why do you think this one's so long? Yeah. Yeah, so you don't have to bend down. You just, yeah, makes it a little easier. You might know this one, too. We're at 70 per... Tea kettle. How many knew a tea kettle? What do I use a tea kettle for? To make what? I could use it for hot chocolate, but what do I use it for? To boil my water. Oh, my goodness. I thought you guys had it. All right, now I have another question for you. Glad to have you. Could I use this to put my shoes on? No. Okay. Would this help me sew? Could I boil my water in this? No. Hmm. Hmm. 
do you think this would work for anything else besides shining shoes? No. Okay, you're right. You're right. However, every one of these things was made for a special purpose, for a special job. That's not a cheese grater, it's a thimble. It looks like one. And I don't know if you know it, but each one of you have been made for a special job. Do you know what your job is? Well, yes, that's the most important one right now. But as a kid, you have a job also. Not yet, not yet. You can populate the world in about 20 years, but not now. Um, what, what do you think the job for the kids is to do, besides being a kid? Learning. Yes, that's important. Okay, let me, let me do this. What job do you think God has given you? Caitlin? Learn more about him. What do you think? Clean up or eat up? Clean up the whole basement. That's probably more a job mom wants you to do. God wants you to love. High five. You got it on the first guess. God wants you to love. Who are we supposed to love? Everybody. Does that mean everybody out here we're supposed to love? Yeah? Does that mean everybody on the street I meet I'm supposed to love? I don't even know their name. How am I supposed to love them? Oh, I hope I run into you on the street, Zach. No. You're not going to give me money? What do you think? You can pass your stuffy down the line if you'd like. Um, in a little while, I'm going to talk to the adults about Jesus and how he calls us to do special jobs. Every one of those big kids out there also have a special job, just like you do. And then when you grow up, you'll figure out what the really, really, really special job is that only you can do. Right now, I think your job is to love each other. But even before you start loving each other, there's somebody you have to love, two somebodies you have to love before you love other people. Any idea who they might be? First of all, who tells us we have to love? Well, God. God tells us we're supposed to love everybody. So we're supposed to love God first. Then we're supposed to love ourselves. Yes, supposed to love ourselves because God made us. We're special. And then we can love everybody else. Yes, sir. You like doing Legos with Dad? Yeah, that's pretty cool, huh? Okay, I have a special book I want you to take home with you. And every day, and if you can't read it, Mom and Dad can, I'm going to give you one for each family, and it's called Jesus Calling for Kids. And this is the message that Jesus has for you today. The future is my secret. 
There are some things the Lord, our God, has kept secret. That's out of the Bible, Deuteronomy 29, verse 29. Sometimes you think it might be nice to know the future. We still think that, and we, we're older than you are. What to expect and how things will turn out. There are even some people who claim they can tell you the future, but the future is a secret. Jesus says, it's my secret. When you try to figure out the future, you are reaching for something that is mine. By keeping your future a secret, I am teaching you to depend on me. Trust my promises to care for you, to look out for you. I will show you the next steps you need to take, and the one after that, and the one after that, one step at a time. Don't try to rush ahead of me. Just relax and enjoy the journey to your future, one day at a time. That's Jesus' message to you today. So, I'm going to give you one as soon as we say a quick prayer, and I would like you to give it to mom or dad or whoever you're here with today so they can hold on to it until after Sunday school. Okay? So, can we stand and maybe hold hands and say a prayer? Yeah, we'll do a little circle, but we have to let these three people in, too. There we go. Open our circle. Open our circle. Oh, we got people that aren't in the circle. Back it up, back it up, back it up. Come on. Here, let me hold that for you, sweetie. We'll put it right here. Make our circle. Connect our circle. Okay. Okay, we ready? Heavenly Father, we thank you first and foremost for these beautiful children. You have blessed us with youth. Lord, we ask you to be with them as they read and hear the message that you are calling them and reminding them of your love and your promises. In your precious name, we thank you. Amen. So, this is yours. Share it with your brother. Share it with your brother. Share it with your brother. There you go. Share it with your brother. And you can share it with your sister, right? I have two sisters. Well, you can share it with both of them. Zachary, did I get you one? There you go. Your sister's got one she's going to share with you, okay? Your sister's got one she'll share with you. Some days you can read it, some days she can read it. Thank you. Now it is time for our tithes and offerings.
Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gifts that you have given us, which have allowed us to give gifts back to you. Please use these gifts, Lord, as we do your bidding in this house of yours and in the community around us. Amen. Please join me for our next hymn, page 348, Softly and Tenderly, Jesus is Calling.
You may be seated. Please join me in prayer. Heavenly Father, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing to you, O Lord, my rock and redeemer. Amen. Hello? Sorry. That wasn't Jesus calling. It sure would be nice, though, if we could just pick up the phone and talk to him. We could ask him questions like, how's my dad doing up there? Why couldn't my friend recover from her illness here on earth? How can I be a better person? Can I maybe get some clarification as to what you've designed me to be and what's my purpose? Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. Many people of faith have asked these or similar questions. What does Jesus, or God, want me to do? Am I honoring him by what I am doing? Am I on the right path? When we accept God as our Savior, we are to put him number one in our lives and serve him by serving others. Easier said than done. I've been around many folks that had a clear picture of what was expected of them in order to serve God, or so they thought. Many, like me, are unsure. Over my lifetime, I've often wondered what the plan was for my life. What should I do when I grow up? It's been hard to be patient. Letting go and letting God be in control is not easy. I'm a planner. I'm sure that's surprising to some of you that I'm a little bit of a control freak, but I want answers. I want to know, what's my purpose? I want to know that I'm doing what is needed and is, expect as, and is expected. When my time is done here, I want to hear I want to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. That's my goal. I used to think Jesus didn't talk to me. However, in the last few years, I've come to believe that that just isn't true. He does talk to me. He talks to me through my Christian music station and the music. He talks to me during my devotional times through Bible studies, and through my Christian siblings. The messages that I hear in this house of worship also speak to me. He also talks to me with the thoughts that he plants up here. He's been busy calling me for a long time. I'm not going to tell you exactly how long. In fact, he has called and continues to call all of us. Many times, we don't recognize that he's calling. No caller ID to tell us. Other times, we choose to ignore him. Sometimes, we aren't listening. 
And maybe we just aren't aware enough to recognize what is happening. Has he called you? Is he calling you now? Jesus, or God, has been calling us since the beginning of time, sometimes with very specific jobs and sometimes for us to just serve others less fortunate than ourselves. In the beginning, he called Adam, tend to my garden. We know how that turned out. Then there was Noah, who was given his instructions in Genesis 6, verses 13 and 14. God basically said to Noah, the earth is filled with violence and I will destroy it and everyone on it. Build me a boat and out of Cyprus and waterproof it. God even gave him specific measurements. Then there was Abraham, who was told to sacrifice his only son on the altar. Luckily for Isaac, God was just testing Abraham's trust in him. God did not require Isaac's death. He just needed to know that Abraham was willing if God so asked. Moses was called to lead the people of Israel out of Egypt. He didn't know how, but trusted God to help him succeed. Basically, when they were called, they answered, Here I am, Lord. Use me. Even Job eventually came around and answered God's call. Can you think of anybody in your lifetime that has answered the call? It's easy to think of the famous people, like maybe Mother Teresa, Nelson Mandela, Martin Luther King Jr., or how about our former president, Jimmy Carter? He spent most of his retirement years helping others. How about let's bring it home? How about locally? Know of anyone in the area who serves God by serving others? We do. This church family reaches out often, collectively and individually. The food pantry, our mitten tree, dinners that are donated, families that are adopted at Christmas, assistance that we offer the shelters, schools, and library, Jesus is in the house. The Holy Spirit is alive and well, and well in this place. Speaking of the Holy Spirit, have you heard about the revival that took place in Ashbury? Any of you hear of that? People flocked to Ashbury University, a small Christian college in Wilmore, Kentucky. Students normally attend chapel there three times a week. However, on Wednesday, February 8th, this year, it was anything but normal. That morning, there was a spontaneous revival, one that continued 24-7 until this past Monday when the community people shut it down because of the disruption that it was causing in that community. Their chapel was packed. 24-7. People came from all over the U.S., and there were even some folks from other countries just to be a part of it. A couple of the comments that I read were, regular folks just wanted to experience the presence of God. Others said, the Holy Spirit is felt in this chapel. 
That revival, I understand, has spread to other universities in Ohio, Alabama, and Tennessee, and possibly other states that I'm not aware of. Let's start our own revival. We can do it. The idea of this message came to me during my devotional time one morning. I start every day with my book, Jesus Calling, by Sarah Young. Sarah, and you can see mine's pretty worn. Sarah has written a variety of books based on her own private notebooks and journals that she kept during her Christian walk, attempting to get closer to Christ. Jesus Calling was first released in 2004, and since then, over 6.5 million copies of it and related books have been sold. Every day, there's a short message as if Jesus is speaking directly to you, the reader. There are also two to three scriptures listed at the bottom of the page for reference. A friend from back home gave me my original copy, and you can see the, the bindings broke. It's well-loved. This little book has helped me learn the location of different books in the Bible by looking up those scriptures that are listed at the bottom. God wants us to be disciples and spread the word. I've often felt I didn't know what to say or I didn't know enough. How could I be a disciple? Now, I share God's love and messages by giving away this book, Jesus Calling. This way, Jesus does the talking, and I can't get it wrong. We are now including this book as part of our visitor's gifts, our welcome gift for visitors. Sarah Young hopes that while reading her books, we will also draw closer to Jesus and de delve into his word when we are encounter challenging circumstances. As you read, it will help strengthen you to endure whatever life brings. Numerous times I have felt, and friends have mentioned, how they actually felt Jesus was talking directly to them, and it was just what they needed that day. If you don't already have a copy of Jesus Calling, I invite you to come up after worship and take one from the table. If we run out, please let me know. I'll be happy to get you one. As I mentioned to the children, we all have a purpose. God has designed us the way we are for a reason. I also believe he has brought us all together in this house for a specific purpose. Think about all we have accomplished in the last few years. Look around and realize how active this church family and building are, and we are just getting started. I believe that God has called us all to serve. We serve him by worshiping and praising him for all he has done for us. We serve him by also honoring his commandments. In my eyes, there is only one. In the Bible, Matthew 22, verses 37 through 38, it's listed as the two greatest commandments. However, I will paraphrase it as one. Love your God with everything you've got and love your neighbor as yourself. If we do that, 
We are honoring all the commandments. So let's share the love. Colossians 3, verse 23 and 24 says, Work willingly at whatever you do as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. Remember that the Lord will give you an inheritance as your reward and that the master you are serving is Christ. Before I close, I'd like to issue a challenge. Most of you received this little flyer as you walked in. If not, we can get you one. Martha brought it to my attention. Detroit Lions are holding a fundraiser in March in Manchester. Tickets are $10. It's going to be a basketball game between Manchester and the Lions. My challenge to you is we have a bucket or a jar in the back of the sanctuary. I would like you to drop what you can in the way of cash into that so that we can give it to Martha, and Martha can buy some tickets so some underprivileged children can go and see the Lions and watch the basketball game. Can you help us make a child's day? Now I'm going to leave you with a couple questions to ponder. What about you? What is Jesus calling you to do? What will your answer be when you get the call? Will you answer, here I am, Lord, like in Isaiah 6, verse 8? Or will you just sit the bench? Amen. Our closing hymn is We Believe, which is your insert here. In this time of desperation When all we know is doubt and fear There is only one foundation We believe We believe In this broken generation
Join me in the benediction, which is Hebrews 12, verses 1 through 2. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up, and let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus the champion, who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, regarding its shame, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Amen.